Okay, so we're um, actually starting five lines from the bottom of the page on Daf Ayin Gimel and Beis is where the Gemara asks a question. Now that we just said that uh, that Rish Lakish will agree that Chatzishir is usher on a rabbinic level, just not on a Torah level. So if that's the case, Ihachi, if so, Lo Nechayev Alei Korban Shvua. Then why am I Chayev Korban Shvua if there's an Isser, rabbinically at least, I should not be chayev for carbon shvua on non-kosher food. So here's the story. Um, uh, um, uh, so that's the Gemara's asking. Uh, we, we learn in the Mishnah, in Hilcho Shvuas, we say, Shvua Shalom Ochel. This person swears that he's not going to eat. So, and he ends up eating, but he ate non-kosher foods. Chayev. That will be chayev. For Abshimon, Potter Abshimon says you're Potter. And the question is, why are you chayev for eating these foods that are anyway not kosher? Isn't he already forsworn? And we know in shvua chalal shvua, so the whole shvua doesn't work on the non-kosher foods because you're already you already we swore at Har Sinai uh, um, that uh, um, that to serve to to keep the mitzvahs. So Rav Ushmuel for Rabbi Yochanan. Rav and Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan, Tamri, they all answer, It's because I included mutter food with prohibited food in my oath. So therefore it's effective even on the non-kosher food. I say I'm not going to eat any food, even you know, kosher or non-kosher. Right? So therefore, since on the kosher food it's effective, so the, it, therefore it's also a shmua even on the non-kosher foods with the power of kolel, because it's a broader term, and if it's effective somewhere, then it, it takes effect even on the things that I already have pre- a previous oath on. That's, the, that's re- uh, those rabbis, Rabbi Yochran, Rav, and Shmuel. However, very shlokish, Amr, shlokish says, it's only going to be applicable, if he explicitly states that I'm, I'm, I'm prohibiting myself even from any minute amount, according to the rabbis who, um, who say that in, if you don't say specifically that you are prohibiting yourself from even a minute amount, you're not chayiv on, any, on, a, on a minute amount. Or without specifying, between the and when a person says, I will not eat today, what level of eating does he mean? According to the Chachamim, it naturally means a shear, like a shear kazai, it's the size of an olive. If you eat a morsel, you didn't break your, your shvua. But according to Rabbi Kiva, it means any amount, because saying you're not going to eat encompasses even, it doesn't have a shear, it's, it's going on your words, okay? And you said you won't eat, and you did an act of eating, that's it, you're already chayim, okay? But the point is, even the Chacham will agree that if you specify and say that I'm not, I swear that I'm not going to eat even a morsel of food, so then that encompasses even a Chatzishir, and you will have broken your Shvua, even if you didn't eat a Shikazayis. Now, maybe you'll say, so here's the question. We're saying, why is, according to Rish Lakish, who's saying that Chatzishir is the answer, that you specified Chatzishir, and that's why it, you're chayev for eating the nevelus treif of shkatsim or but 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 chatzishir is anyway aser midrabanan. 
Okay, which is what we just said that even the Mandiyama Rishlakish who holds Chatzishir is Mutter Minatora holds that it's also Midra Panan. So why is the oath effective? You're already Chayiv even on the Chatzishir in a rabbinic level. Now, Vachitim, maybe you'll say, wait a second, that's only on a rabbinic level. Okay, Vachitim, Akimidi Isle, Hatter Minatora, since after all, from a Torah perspective, I can eat a, a, you know, a tiny morsel of uh, shrimp. You know, teeny taste, right? I'd be allowed to do that. One piece at a time. Oh. Tiny, not at a time. No, there, there, it, it does mitzdarif, but according to the Torah, I would be allowed to have a tiny, tiny bit. So therefore, the shvua is effective already on that. So the Gemara says, that's not true. But Tanan, and the Torah, the Torah, in other words, what we're pointing out here is the Torah takes into account the rabbinic factor, as we'll see. But Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Shuas Eidos, when it comes to Shuas Eidos, that's where a person swears that he does not know any testimony for somebody. Somebody says, you know, you, you were a witness to my, the, the, my, the loan, I lent this person money, and uh, I need you to testify on my behalf. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, even though he was there. And he swears that he doesn't know any testimony. So, it's only applicable to people who have the ability to testify in court law. Who's being excluded here? And um, so we're excluding a king, because a king is not allowed to testify. It's beneath the dignity. Kings can't testify. They cannot be an aid. Okay. It's excluding people who are gamblers. Okay, they play with cubes. Okay, the dice, the guys who play, you know, craps. Craps, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so, um, so that is what, what what's being excluded now. That is not in the Torah level, he is not a Ganav. It's not really a, it's like a, it's a, it's a rabbinic, rabbinic status of disqualification. It's not truly disqualified. So, it's only the rabbis who said such a person is not acceptable as a, as a witness. So what do you see? And we're saying, nevertheless, even though his whole disqualification is rabbinic in nature, we're still disqualifying him from the Shavuos Edus. So you see, the Torah takes into account the rabbinic factor. Same thing over here. <laughs> the Torah takes into account the rabbinic factor that you bottom line is you can't eat it in a rabbinic level, so therefore the Shavuos shouldn't be effect, should not be effective because it was already pre-sworn not to eat less than that amount. So Gemara says that's not the same thing. Very interesting. By Shavuos Edus, yes, we take into account the rabbinic component, but not by this, by this Shavuos. Why? Shani Asim, there it's different. The Pasuk says, If he does not say, meaning if a person is chayev for not testifying what he knows, right? That's where it's talked about. So the bottom line is it depends on the practical reality. Can he actually come and testify? Then, if he refuses and he swears that he doesn't know it, then he's over Shavuos Edos. But here, the fact of the matter is, such a person who walks into court and we ask him his uh, qualifications to be a witness, and he says, well, I have to admit that I'm a, that I'm a gambler and that's what I do, I'm a professional gambler. So they'll throw him out and they say, sorry, you cannot testify. So since he's disqualified from testifying in a practical way, so he can't be chayvish was edus. That's why it's taken into account because it's dependent on the bottom line. Can, can he, he testify? testify? And he cannot. As opposed to over here, 
this is can can he eat this uh, morsel? Not on the rabbinic level he can cannot, but on a Torah level he can, and the Torah doesn't take into account. So the shvu is effective to be uh, on, on the on the on the smaller amount. Okay, so the Gemara is now going back on the entire question from the beginning. We started off with a problem. We were like concerned with the text of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said <coughs> that on Yom Kippur it's Asr Bachil Vishdeh, and we're saying Asr, that's a very unusual terminology for something that has a very severe punishment of courage to it. It should say Chayiv. So why did we use the word Asr? So Gemara is saying, is that really true that we would never say the word Asr if it's a Chayiv? Just because it's something that has a severity of courage. Lo tani asr, we never use the word asr for that. It's like, oh no, that we know, that's like a, a too weak of a terminology for 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 a, 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 for something on that that severe. I'll show you a Even though all of these five things are asr, the, the five inuim are asr. Lo amro The kares is strictly for ochel v'shosa, eating and drinking. and doing malacha, doing activities, doing uh, any of the thirty-nine malachos on uh, on Sha on, on Yom Kippur. Those that's where you're going to get kares. Not not any of the other inuyim. Now, so what do you see? Asr is encompassing even uh, eating and drinking, and yet there's a chiv kares. So we use the word asr. So what are you talking about? The Gemara says you're right. Achikamar, it's a little different. Kisha Amru Asr, we're sort of amending. When they said Asr, lo Amru Ela Bechatishir, it's referring to the Chatishir. Aval Kishir Anosh Kares, but when it's Kishir, then it's Kares. Aval Pishan Anosh Kares, and even though it's Kares, Ain Anosh Kares Alochum Shosim Bosim Alachum Bufad. The Kares is limited to those three, and not to any of the other Inuim. So if somebody would take a shower on Yom Kippur. Although he definitely transgressed the Yom Kippur, and it's a very bad thing to do that. However, he did not get, he will not get excision for having done so. Did you need witnesses anyways? No, not for excision. Not for Karis. You don't have to have... Think about it. Karis is by God. It's a divine punishment. So God knows what's in your heart. God knows what's in your mind. Obviously, Karis is, God will mete out this punishment, this spiritual punishment, only when a person knows better, obviously, if he's unknown, then it's a showcase. But if it's a known thing and he realizes what he's doing, that we, you know, it's God. We, he doesn't know. We need no witnesses. It's only for any any corporal punishment that we need out as a bezdin requires witnesses and warning, because we have to verify. But God doesn't need verification. He has his ways. Okay, that's the difference. Courage is what includes childlessness. That's one of the interpretations of courage. It means dying young. It means dying with childless. Um, anyway. Or in the What is chatzishu? Chatzishir means anything less than the requisite than the Torah prescribed amount, meaning a morsel, a teeny bit. Chatzishu is not half per se. It's just less than full. Less than. Meaning you're only high of curries if you eat a large amount. If you have a nibble. Of food on Yom Kippur, you didn't transgress to a level of kares. You did what's aser min Torah or aser min Rabbanan, but it's not. It's not the kares. That's why rabbis, when someone needs to eat for health, right? Exactly, they split it out. Right, you drink less than a cheekful, and over time, because then you won't be over the dough rice at least. Mm. That's exactly right. They give you small measures, like a I don't know, two ounces of uh, liquor. If they feel that you need to drink, they'll try to. 
you know, do it in a lighter way, only transgressing the rabbinic level and not a Torah level. Right. Well, another quick question. You mentioned something about professional gamblers cannot be aiding in those days. They play dice, whatever. What about today when playing the stock market? Well, one question. But there are there are professional gamblers today that, that you know um, very high sophisticated poker players, for instance, that are professional that you know go from place to place outside and make their living. Right? And yeah. The world out there. So would those people be excluded from giving testimony to Beit Din today? Um, I. It, it, it is, I said professional specifically because the idea is, is that in general, there's a machlok, is what's the reason why um, gamblers are not accepted as witnesses? One is that, we, that, that uh, basically that, that, there's the, that there's a me'ain of, of Geneva over here, because the people who, who are betting, are, who you're betting against, are, um, are only putting their money in thinking they will win. They I'm think they, they they're yeah, but they really believe that they will win, and therefore when they give it, they give it begrudgingly, and it's not a real. They don't really mean to give it over. So that's the that's where it comes from. Well, um, that's one of the explanations. Plays the numbers, though. Right, whatever, right, whatever. That was the that was the idea. Okay. High stakes gradle. High stakes Anyway, is, so that's that's one reason. There's another reason. Um, which is uh, which is I believe the practical the real halacha is following is that we don't believe that asmachta we don't believe that this is a situation of where you know you expect it one way and that's why you're not really giving it over it, you still bottom line is you you agree to it and therefore no, it's, you know, it's yeah. not right you know going in so that's the psak halacha so, but we do say that they're still disqualified for a different reason because um, they're not osik biyeshuvo shalolam. They're not involved in, in, in matters that, that are, they're like disconnected from the value systems of the world, and they're just like in a, and uh, that, in but that basis. Well, I mean, different, right? well, I don't, uh, well, 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 uh, stock, stock brokers, people will make day trades. We live here in Texas, Texas hold them. I mean, it's a way of life, you know? <laughs> okay, that, yeah, I, I, you're asking, stock brokers, stock brokers, stock brokers. there's yeah. a lot of addiction problems with gambling too, so. Yeah, so no, I, be, I believe, listen, a stock, a, a stock technically, although it is gambling, but tech, I mean, te- possibly. It's not gambling. But it's not really gambling. You are buying a share you're of a company. You are buying something asset. real. It's an asset. That's the thing. No, maybe if you if you trade crypto, maybe that's a different story. I don't know if there's a real asset. What? Cryptocurrency. That's a well, different that's another story. No, maybe not. Maybe not anymore. Maybe there is something. I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah. practically, it would be a big problem. Yeah. Yes. But Rabbi, you say professional. Because there are many people that have and you should wish along. That's what you're bringing out. Right, they have a main thing but that again, they're doing. But the many world. people, Shelton you know, Hillman, a fantastic job, they, yeah, they make lots of money. But you think there's nothing away from that gambling table. Yeah. Yeah. The numbers are in the last penny they have. Right. Who is this guy? What is it? I mean, they make a living. They feed their family. Some different. Feeding the family doesn't mean you should wish along. All right, Viter. This is a good question. It's not from the same group. Anyhow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rabbi Osai. Weiter. Google. Okay, Ibai Okay, so that's uh, again, so um, there's another answer. So again, we're saying that the word Asr uh, really only is appropriate for, uh, for lighter level Isurim, and we would never use that terminology for, um, for something that has a Chiv Karis. Or we're going to give you another answer. Asr, you're right. 
The only reason why we use the word asr is not for the eating and drinking, but we also have in the list rechitza, sicha, sandal, and tashmishamita, and all of those, um, the word asr is more appropriate because there is no chiv karis on them. Titanu rabba verav yosef b'shar sifrei dvei rav, and you know all of these others are also prohibited as part of the prohibitions of Yom Kippur. There's a refraining of activities. Um, it's uh, also included in Enoi, in the, which is the whole basis for, it says, which we take to mean primarily not eating and drinking, but in addition, these other things that you're refraining from, from hold, withholding from, is also included in what in that prohibition. But it's only this level of Shabbos on Shavos. So even if it might be on a Torah level prohibited, which is, that's the idea that's being presented here, but it's certainly not to the level of kares, because that's only for, like we said before, eating and drinking and doing melacha. Okay. Inoy, inoy, inoy suffering. Inoy, inoy suffering, right. Inoy. Inoyim, right. <coughs> now, Tan Gufa. So let's see. Gufa, we mentioned... We mentioned this machlokas earlier, Gufa, Amar, So we're going back on this iser of this idea of Chatishir, it's whether it's prohibited from the Torah or not. And what's the basis of the machlokas? So Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Osir says it is prohibited from the Torah, must be. Why? Think about it. Since when I eat the full amount, I'm chayev for having eaten the full amount. That must mean that every part that, that, that comprises up until the full amount is part of what's prohibited. You understand? You break it down to parts. And therefore, you cannot say that I'm only chayev, uh, that it's, uh, the iser is only when it's the full amount, because we're saying I'm chayev for having eaten the whole thing. I if I eat half of it, since it can go by to the next half, so that by definition is saying that there's an iser on it. So anytime the Torah says don't eat, whatever it is that you can't eat, if you eat part of that, that's since that's not the sheer enough to be chayef for, but it's certainly prohibited because that's part and parcel of prohibition because it combines to get to the prohibited level. That's the idea logic of Rabbi Yochanan. It's mutter from the Torah. Why? Because the, the word achila has a definition. The definition of achila is a shiur. It's not called eating when you just you know, it's called nibbling, right? When you're tasting, it's not called eating. Eating has a has a connotation of shear of, of a kazayas or something. Right. And therefore, lacking, the, barring that, you didn't eat. So I didn't do what the Torah prohibited. The Torah said, don't eat. They never said, don't, you know, it's that's a shear of You sit at the table. I mean, this is what you consider up here. said, I sit at the table and I'm eating. That's called eating. But if I'm grazing, that's not called no, eating. No, that's also that... eating. No, 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 no. no. That's a no, new thing. Some people, that's all they eat. There's a time period in this? I mean, you're not well, sure you think you're like, not, like a Jewish mother. <laughs> is, is it uh, <coughs> time to eat half a cross? Yeah, there is a shear, of course. <laughs> but the point being is, on, when we look at the chatzi shear, is it prohibited from the Torah or not? So we're Yochanan saying, if eating a full shear is prohibited, by definition, the parts that add up to the shear must be also prohibited. It's at least prohibited, okay? Right. And according to Rav Yo- Rish Lakish, he's saying the Torah gave a specific amount 
to the prohibition. Less than that is not what's prohibited. That's, again, they're looking at it from different perspectives, and that's the difference. Now, if there are Rabbi Yochanan comes along with Rabbi to prove his side, he has a question on Rish Lakish. Ain't the other culture, Yeshno Ba'onesh, Yeshno Ba'ashara. We all, we would say that the only person who has the where it states the punishment, then there's also the warning: do not do this. Um, okay, well, but what about a koi? Uh, koi is, as we know, talking about the prohibition of eating chelim, and a koi, as we know, is a, a animal or a kvi, whatever. It's a question how to pronounce it. It's either a hybrid animal or it's a questionable animal. We can't figure out. We cannot determine whether it's a chayo or a behema. The major difference between a chayo behema is whether there's going to be an isertit chelim. Behema's chelim, those fats are prohibited. A is chelev is permitted. So you could eat the fat, the, that fat of a deer would be perfectly legal. Mm-hmm. Now this animal is a cross between a goat and a deer, it's a, or a hybrid, or it's its own species, but be that as it may, it's still a suffix. And you, when, what, how do I know that I'm not allowed to eat the fat from this suffix animal or a chatishir? Maybe it's not prohibited at all, less than the shear. It says, Now, what is, so according to Rabbi Yochanan, he says, this seems to me a great source, a proof that the Torah is, when it's saving in the prohibition, it's stating even tiny amount is really part of what's prohibited. You're not chayv till it's a shear, but the prohibition is going on any amount. That's what the Torah seems to be saying. So this is a question on Rish Lakish. What are the real words of the Torah? Kol chelev, lo so chelu. No, before that, also about the, the food. What, does, what are the, the real pasukim from the Torah? Not the kol chelev, the not, not tochlu. How does it say? It doesn't say that in the Torah, it's just what it is. It says in this pasuk, kol, kol chelev, lo so chelu. Kol chelev lo So kol chelev means even kol shuhu chelev, even a minute amount, or even any chelev, even chelev from a doubtful question, a doubtful animal. That's what's indicated in the word kol. So what we're saying is, it sounds like that chatzishir is asr minat Torah. So to Rabbi Yochanan says the Gemara, no midrabanan. This is not a true drasha. This is a rabbinic drasha. No, but here it says, excuse me, remember it says yeah. in the Torah. <laughs> Because of course it's only Shor is a par, it's the same animal. Yeah, it's the same animal. It's the same animal. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yachal, now, here's the question. Now, Yachal, so the Gemara says it's only an Asmachta Balma. This is not a true drasha. This is only a rabbinic. They wanted you to know, you want you to think that it's prohibited from the Torah. They attached it onto a text, but it's not truly the meaning of the text. Now, Asmachta is a hint in the text. It's a rabbinic, um, it's a rabbinic drasha. Now, so the Gemara says, Hachanami Mistabra, it makes sense that this is only rabbinic. Why? The is Halgadal Daraisa, let's say you say it's a real true Daraisa Drasha, Koi Sveko. A Koi is not, uh, is just a doubt. We just don't know whether to look at it as Behim or as a Chaya. Isra Krala Sveka. That's a doubt that's on us. 
We don't know what it is. God knows what it is. And he says, if, he, if it's a beima, then he's saying a beima is also. If, he, if it's not a beima, if it's a chayat, then it's a chayat. It's, 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 it's mutter. So he's not in doubt. We're in doubt. So why should, he, why should the Torah have to include or do something to include this species, which is only a doubt? So imishum halo area, that point to prove that it's clearly only a rabbinic drasha, not a truly a doraisa drasha, is not a good proof. Why? Because could be that he held koi, this creature, beria bifne atzmahi. It's not, it's a third category. There's a category of chayat, there's a category of beima, and then there's a category of koi, okay? <coughs> which is a whole different creature. And if that's the case, he would need a text to include it with behema. Yeah. Koi. Can koi reproduce or not? Yeah. Of course, it's a species. It's a species. Yeah. If it's a species, then No, no, we don't know what it looks like. What? If it's a species, it can reproduce. But if it's not a species, it's like a like a, 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 a donkey. Well, why, why a donkey oh, you're saying if it's a hybrid, you mean that yeah, it won't be able to reproduce? Yeah, hybrid cannot reproduce. They keep producing, right. you know. What's is it, your, is it or not? What what's is your it? point? Is it like bria? What's like, your point? It's a machlokes. The point is because they say it's a bria. If it's a bria, then it's a, then it should be like a deer or something. Else. It's a new a new species coming about, and a deer is allowed because it's a, it's an animal. No, no, no. Let me explain. Let me explain. It's like a parrot. It's like a parrot. It's like a mule. Okay, let me explain. Let me explain. There are physical qualities that behemoths have, and physical qualities that chaya have. That's right. They are physically different. You genetically, they're different. There's a different makeup between the two of them, and that's really what's and that's the difficulty with the with this species because it has qualities of both. We can't determine which category it belongs into. And that's why we call it a suffix. Now, so Machlokas, what is this creature? Is it built by a hybrid, which is supposed to not be possible? Technically, one of the qualities of Chaya and Behemoth, how do you know what the difference is? Is they cannot, they cannot reproduce with each other. Right. If they can't reproduce with each other, then how did this, how did this animal even come into existence? Because well, it's a if it's a cross between its mother, one of the shittas is its mother was a was a deer and its father was a goat, and they combined somehow to make this this thing. It's not supposed to be possible. A goat is a is a domesticated animal. This is a non-domesticated animal. They they're not supposed to be able to have that ability to pre- reproduce. So that's a, it's it's a, it's an anomaly. That's the problem, yeah. and that's why and that's why we there that such difficulty to determine what it is. There's another view that it's not a, a hybrid like we said. That's a, that it's just a, its own creature. It's whatever. It's a jackalope. We just can't make sense out of it or something like that. Okay, whatever it is. Okay, whatever it is. Okay. Bottom line is we're not sure whether to look like it, look at it as a higher behema, and that's the, that's it. But if if it's something that's its own creature. The third category, an outside you know, category, then basically um, it makes sense that the Torah would have to include it because it's it's a it's a third it's a separate group. So if it's prohibited, the Torah needs to include it in being prohibited because it's not part of the group of domesticated animals in the simple sense. It's not part of the non-domesticated animals which are illegal. It's a third one, so it needs to be. Could put in a, one of the boxes. Could it be a hypothetical yeah. construct of the of the Gemara to have us learn something? How to handle it? Could it be a, a a construct that they hypothetical that they put out there so that we would learn something specific about this? 
Can oh, you're saying this thing doesn't exist? You mean? Yeah. No, no, no. It's 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 clear that they knew what it was. There just we, just because we oh, yeah, don't know what it is, yeah, yeah. just because we've never seen one, doesn't mean <coughs> anything. Yes, it do. Huh? They say they do to do see it. Because yeah. even in, in goats type of stuff, sometimes a, a, it is produced in a whole flock. That's a mutation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some of the genes keep coming in. And they, so anyway, anyway, all right. All right, we got, I want to get, at least get a little closer yeah. in the right direction <laughs> of the daf. okay, even though I'm happy we turned the page. Yeah, um, if you don't say this, um, Again, same question. We have another drasha that includes a koi, and makoi sveka. If it's just a doubt, it's rekrolus buy sveka. The rebuya sveka. We never need to. We don't need a special pasuk to be marva what we are in doubt of, because it's because only only human beings are have the doubt. God does not have doubts. Okay, elaber yishani must be a different creature, and that's the difference. Hakanami berishana shani, and that would answer the question. All right, let's see this next piece. They shall create, you, know, you, you need to uh, basically um, uh, have uh, experience um, an Enoi over, over Yom Kippur. Now, so definition is very unclear. Maybe you need to go to the heat of the day and stay in the sun to suffer. Or it's cold and it's freezing and you need to go out with, you know, and suffer that way. Maybe that's part of what the Torah is saying on Yom Kippur. It says, don't do any malacha next to this. Why? What's the connection? It's a passive type of inoy, not an active inoy. You don't, you know, put yourself into a suffering situation just like by malacha. You don't do malacha. So to the inoy is something that you're avoiding doing something that will relieve your, your suffering. Okay. What if you're sitting in the sun already and it's hot? So you can't tell him, let's go sit in the shade. Because you're, pass- you're supposed to passively suffer. So the Lord says, the Vikarale, if you're a uh, Bitula, no, Vikarale, lo kum uh If you're cold, you don't can't say go sit in the sun. The Gemara can't be different rules for different people. You're sitting in the sun, you have to stay in the sun. I'm sitting in the cold, cool air-conditioned room, I don't have to go out in the sun. Then it's inconsistent for everybody. Just like malacha is a consistency for all people, so that nobody does malacha, so too it has to be a consistent type of ainoi. So that's why we got it to food, you know, not eating, not drinking. It's a passive type of thing, and it's a uniform type of thing. And that's the, the way, that's the way we have it. I'll just do a little bit more. Tanya Idach, we have another b'risa. Tanus Namshasechem. Yachal yeshe b'cham ovitzin v'yitztayr. Tamalomer v'cham malacha lo sasu. Just like malacha is something that we find elsewhere, this is not an, an unusual thing, it's an, it exists elsewhere. So, the inoi is referring to things that are anywhere else. He says, Where is there anything else? That's talking about Isure Achila, the Pigol Venosar, which is also something that you're not allowed to eat. Um, pigol, you're not allowed to eat leftovers of Korbanos. 
So, so the Gemara says, wait a second. Maybe only things where the eating is kares. Maybe, um, so again, it's very similar to this. But is a tevel. What about tevel, which is only Riba, it's inclu- more inclusive. Um, that would include tevel. Avi tevel should be misa. Velovius and avelish ain't be misa, which is just a lav. Tamlomer tano v'inisa misnafshasechem riba again a riboy. Avi and we're going to broaden it out all to all foods. Avius and avelish should be lav. Velovius a chulin ain't be lav. There's not even a lav on chulin. Tamlomer. That's why it says tano v'inisa misnafshasechem riba. It's a riboy akra to include more. Avi a chulin ain't be kum echol. There's no mitzvah to eat chulin. Okay, um, which is a mitzvah. There's no iser to not to leave over that there is no iser by uh, even by truma, even though it's a mitzvah to eat. But maybe when it comes to carbonos, maybe that's a different story. Maybe I do have to. Um, and that's how you know that it's referring to all foods and not to eat. Now, if you have a little issue on that, it has to be an inoi which basically there's a loss of, of, of something, a part of you. And that's what it is by not eating, refraining from eating, there's something that's, you know, that's food and drink, where you basically, you know, you're losing calories or whatever it is, you're, that, it's, it's connected to you. Now, my what is the if you're going to say? Usually that means that there's a question here. There's other inuit. Maybe it's talking about prohibited unions or the inuit of relations. And that's not true. Um, with the, the inu, although we do use the word inuit of suffering when it comes to acts of relations, but it's not, it doesn't have this other quality of Avadiyas and Nefeshayi, Avedas, right? In Inoy Shiyesh Bani Avedas Nefesh, Vezazaz, Achilu Vishtiya, and that is the bottom line. We'll stop over here, but um, we narrowed it down to food and drink primarily in the text, and to be continued.